Hey kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast about fictional father figures. Uh, this week, we're traveling back to the world of video games. And I'm talking about a game that was released years ago, three or four years ago, but that I just played this week called Octodad, Dadliest Catch. Now, we've talked before on the show about games where you are a dad or where there are dads involved. And um, a lot of those games tend to focus on the emotional aspects of being a father. So, uh, you know, games like Heavy Rain have you trying to save your children from some kind of distress. Um, and that's sort of the main the main way that those fatherly themes are portrayed in games. Um, and it's interesting to me because if you compare kind of another form of popular media and the way that it represents dad's television, uh, dad's in TV, at least in sort of sitcoms and um, really popular uh, like non-prestige TV, are often like a source of humor. And in games that isn't as much of the case, I think it's starting to change. And one game where that's really evident is Octodad. Now, in case the name doesn't really make it clear, in Octodad, you are an octopus who is a father. You're a secret octopus. No one knows that you are from the sea, including your family, including your wife, including your children. Uh, The question of how you have children is never really addressed and is kind of lampshaded actually at the end of the game. Um, But you are an octopus in a suit and the basic mechanics of the game are built around slapstick comedy. And in this sense, they're a lot closer to the ways that we see dads on sitcoms than the ways that dads have been introduced in games in the last five to 10 years, which sort of borrow from this, from either like a kind of prestige television model or from a kind of literary fiction model of a, um, a father trying to hold together his family. I guess you could also say like uh, drama films as well, or blockbuster films where the father is like an action hero or like an everyman, like pushed to the edge um, those are all themes that games have typically explored. And in Octodad, it's not really any of that stuff. You're um, you're kind of just like an everyday dad who is dealing with everyday situations. So like making coffee, mowing the lawn, um, bringing your kids a glass of milk. And all of those things probably wouldn't make for a very compelling game, except that you're an octopus. And what that means is that this game doesn't control in a way that we typically expect a video game to control. So without getting too much into like video game theory stuff, um, a game is usually described as having good control if it is, uh, if there's not much friction, I guess is one way to describe it. If, um, if, if it behaves in an expected way and bad controls are often associated with um, with the game not reacting in the way that we would expect. And those expectations are things that are built from years of familiarity with the medium. 
So we want like a sense of responsiveness, right? Of like when you move a joystick in a certain direction, the character will move in that direction or the cursor will move or whatever the player is controlling. Um, and most games, most three-dimensional games, movement is frictionless. So if I move the joystick forward, my character will move forward in a very smooth fashion. And usually movement isn't the challenge in these games. Sometimes if it's like a game about um, navigating the environment or, or obstacles, it is. But often in kind of those sort of three-dimensional games, the challenge is uh, combat or is um, exploration, like finding certain objects. Um, but it's not just moving in itself. And there have been a few games that have kind of challenged that sense. Um, and it's kind of become a genre over the last 10 years. Games that derive humor from making the controls what we might normally think of as bad, but what actually are just unusual setups. So um, one of the foundational games in this genre is called Quop by friend of the network, Bennett Foddy. Um, and if you haven't played Quop, you should really go do that. It's kind of a classic and it takes like five minutes to get the sense of basically in Quop, you are a runner trying to complete a very short race, um, which in any other game would be very simple. You would probably just hold the right arrow on the keyboard. In Quop, the four letters QWOP control the runner's legs and the resultant motion is uh, extremely funny and also just like kind of highlights the ways that we expect games to work um, and sort of illustrates how complex something as simple as walking really is physically and biologically. And Octodad is a game in that genre of, of games that explore movement in an interesting way. You're an octopus and you're wearing a suit. And so you sort of have two tentacles sticking out the legs of your suit and two sticking out the armholes. And there's sort of two just like bundled up inside. Um, and then two are kind of just your mustache. You don't have bones as such. Uh, so what that means is instead of just pressing the, the control stick forward to move forward, you're controlling your movement with two triggers on a controller or on a keyboard with two different settings. But basically you control each of your legs independently. You sort of just like lift them up one at a time. And then um, you control one of your arms to pick up objects um, and manipulate them, move them around. What this means is that something like making coffee, which like in another game might involve looking up, clicking on like the coffee beans or the, the grounds and moving them to the machine, clicking the button. Um, in Octodad, <laughs> making coffee results in just like flailing all over the room like knocking things off of shelves, just like splattering milk and coffee all around the room. And um, just generally like making a mess out of the, everything around you. And that's sort of like the, you know, the whole core of the game. And it could have probably just been like a little tech demo, but it's really explored in an interesting way here. The, that's sort of like, I was reading interviews with the developers and that's sort of where the game came from is this idea of like, piloting a body um so in the sense of like the film being john malkovich uh and then it kind of ex expanded to just like well what if you are a body that moves in a way that isn't human and then that sort of became like well 
What if you're trying to conceal that from the people around you? The developers talk about how they weren't really like thinking about thematic elements at first. Um, and I think a lot of people want to read onto this game. Like there's a really easy reading that's like, oh, this is a game about being other or being someone um, with a disability and navigating an environment that isn't built for you. Um, or the otherness comes in where like you're trying to conceal this thing about yourself. And I think that is, I mean, that's like one reading of it. And the developers kind of like acknowledge that that sort of came out um, as they were making the game. But the fact that they chose a dad to be the character like is interesting to me because that element of concealing otherness could have been achieved with basically any kind of character. Um, it didn't have to be a dad, but the fact that it is, to me, draws on these tropes of sitcom dads and commercial dads as like just goofy, kind of like well-meaning, but like uh, hopeless, <laughs> kind of. Um, and just sort of illustrates like these challenges of just like everyday dadness in a way that I think is really specific to 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 fatherhood to to this kind of character or at least to to being a parent. So to me I'm I'm reading the game less as this metaphor about otherness than as an like sort of this idea of like not really knowing how to be a dad but like having to sort of fake it until you make it, right? Of not really having like a sense of how to do these things of like not really feeling like an adult maybe and just sort of pushing through nonetheless. And so, like, there is sort of this narrative built onto the game, um, which is kind of odd. Like, it starts off as you just sort of performing these daily tasks, and um, Octodad doesn't talk. He kind of just burbles in, like, these, like, you know, it'll say, like, appreciative burble or, like, evasive burble or whatever. And your wife is just kind of like, okay. And so it kind of starts off with you just, like, doing sort of daily tasks and, like, you know, you're making breakfast, you're, like... Then you go outside and you're like mowing the lawn and you're uh, cooking burgers for the kids and just like desperately trying not to like burn yourself or to like throw the burgers into the garden. Um, and you're sort of just checking off these tasks, just like going through these like kind of daily motions of like doing these everyday things. Uh, and then, you know, your wife and kids want to go to the aquarium and Octodad is like really hesitant to do that because... Well, presumably because he doesn't want to be like identified as an octopus. And when you do get there, um, well, first you have to go to this grocery store and then your your family sort of tricks you and is like, now we're going to the aquarium. And your wife doesn't really understand why you are so like, or why the Octodad is so scared of the aquarium. Um, and in that, uh, in that space, there are actually like marine biologists who are like, there are signs that are like, our marine biologists know a fish when they see one. And so you sort of have to sneak around them. Um, and then the main character ends up having this big conversation with his wife where she's just like, you know, I don't really like understand, you know, there's all these weird things that happen to you. Like you're fixing the drain and you like cut your hand off, but you didn't go to the hospital. And then like a few days later you were fine. Or like when the printer ran out of ink and like you just made more. Um, and in that space, in that level, actually, there's um, you sort of have to like engage with each of your family members individually, and this is kind of the only part of the game where you're like actually doing stuff like with your kids. But 
I gotta say, like, this part of the game really made me hate my fucking kids. Um, and I think that's partly because there is like this escort mission where you basically have to like walk with your daughter through this dark, like sea floor kind of exhibit. And she like starts getting really scared and shouting and like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess because the game doesn't build up any like emotional connection to these characters. Like I didn't feel like protective or anything. I was just like, God, I hate these fucking kids. <laughs> They're like getting in my way. Um, cause like your your arms and legs will like catch on things a lot of the time and you can't like you have to like wriggle your way out. There's a part where you have to like walk up an escalator that's going down, and Octodad is really scared of escalators, obviously. Um, and it's like very difficult. And actually, like this is probably the hardest game of a being a dad I've ever played. Um it isn't like that difficult and it's kind of funny even when it is frustrating but yeah it's like i don't know other games about being a dad like they're either like more narrative focused or they're just like typical sort of like action dad uh sort of situations and this one is just like it's very everyday but it was it was like actually very difficult and like frustrating in a way that i imagine being a parent sometimes uh sometimes is and so there's this thing that's like running through the whole game the narrative that i mentioned before is basically that there's this chef that like knows you're an octopus and is obsessed with unmasking you and possibly cooking you um and so at the museum or at the aquarium that is he ends up tricking octodad and um basically like uh cutting off his suit and throwing him into this tank and then says that he's gonna tell your family the truth and there's this kind of flashback scene where octodad basically just like is a is an octopus and like jumps out of uh the ocean onto this this fishing boat and um sneaks his way you know into the quarters and steals the captain's suit and hat and like masquerades as the captain um and uh encounters this chef on the boat um, and also encounters his future wife, who is like a stowaway on the boat. And um, they sort of like fall in love after fighting off this this chef who is the only person seemingly who can see that Octodad is, is an octopus. Um, and then you're sort of like back in the tank and there's this scene where you don't control Octodad like you do throughout the rest of the game. So instead of doing the very difficult, like sort of flailing around, it's just one button. Um, you're just basically pressing one button to like, to sort of swim through the tank and it's entirely on rails. So you're not even like choosing your direction. You're sort of just like swimming forward the whole time. And you are sort of like, you know, racing against this shark at one point, but the segment is like much chiller than the rest of the game because it's just one button and you're not like worried about smashing stuff. You're just kind of like, flying forward and it's very rhythmic you're just like holding the button down and releasing it and that was interesting to me because like it was like this sort of like being relieved of responsibility for a minute um but also just like not having to pretend that you're like good at dad stuff um and i guess if you were seeing this game as like uh, a game about otherness that would be interesting because um it would be essentially saying that like, oh, this is more natural to like, to just be what you are. 
um, rather than like try to be something you're not. But again, like if you're reading this as like just the difficulties of being a dad, like it's almost just like this reprieve. Although then like Octodad sort of sees his family and they're like, oh, I guess, you know, we can't find your dad. Like we will wait for him. But and the chef approaches them and is like, you I'm going to tell you about your husband. And the wife like doesn't really recognize him, but is like, oh, are you an old friend of his? Like, yeah, please tell me. I like there's so many things I don't know about him. And so basically you have to like sneak through the aquarium again and find them. And the chef is like telling them that you're an octopus and uh, your family's just like, I don't understand like what uh, that doesn't make sense. But then they see you without the suit and they're like, oh my God, this explains so much. And your daughter's just like, oh, it's dad. Like, did everyone else not know that he was an octopus? <laughs> and basically you like work with your family to... Uh, stop this chef and then you sort of like reconcile with him like the octopus is the octodad is just like burbles of like you know love for all mankind as he like hugs the chef and uh he's like oh, i'll leave you alone like i won't bother you anymore and then again like i mentioned before this sort of fact of octodad being an octopus and having human children is kind of lampshaded at the end there and that's kind of like the the end and this the family kind of finds out the truth i guess and it's just like oh well like the wife is basically just like this is, is kind of weird but like i was expecting much worse uh much worse than like than you being an octopus um and uh it's sort of just like this cute happy ending it's an interesting game because like i said like i don't see a lot of games that explore the slapstick element of being of, of fatherhood as we see it in a lot of media. Um, there was one game that I think I mentioned on the the Steam Games episode a couple of months ago that's uh, called Who's Your Daddy? And it's like a dad trying to take care of a baby who is like trying to like off itself, which is kind of similar, I guess. And it sort of relies on this sense of like, that game is more just like, I would say kind of like dads are like hilariously inept parents. Um, whereas this game is more just like parenting is hard. Um, and like, you know, you could argue that while it, because it's the dad is sort of reinforcing that same message of like dads are bad parents, um, just naturally, but I don't know. I, I'm, I want to see it as sort of a more benign message of just like being, doing this thing is hard and it's easy to feel like a fake. And, um, you're sort of worried that everyone around you will be like, you have no idea what you're doing. We're going to like take your child away or you're, you're not allowed to do this. It's like, what's, you're not an adult. Um, and to me, it's, it's really interesting if you, if you read it in that sense. Yeah. I don't know. I would say, check it out if you can. Um, it's on a bunch of different platforms and, um, it's an interesting game, both for like the, the dad stuff and also just for like the ways that it, that it problematizes, controls in in video games um and again like humor isn't really something that games have done a lot of exploration of and there are a bunch of reasons for that um but i think slapstick is like one way that uh games are sort of uniquely suited to explore humor just in the sense that there is often a lot of like emergent kind of humor coming from you know you you basically it's not sort of a set piece like an Octodad, you're just sort of put down, plunked down with these weird controls and you end up just smashing stuff. Um, and that's really funny and fun. So 
um, check it out. Go play Octodad. Um, play Quop while you're at it too. And Quop is actually acknowledged in the game uh, as sort of one of its forebears. So um, yeah, go do that. And until next week, bye kiddos. Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Dad Feelings is a part of Stay Me, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Say Me at dadfeelings.com slash support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album Foiled Gear. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuy for letting us use it. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at dadfeelings and at staymeanco. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.